This is the Vessels Podcast brought to you by Ask Us Why Christian Apparel. We live in a day and age where every opinion, ideology, and philosophy is at the touch of a button. But actual truth, truth only found in God by revelation of his word, is what can bring us true life and fulfillment that we were created for. And this podcast exists to help you navigate those day-to-day challenges that we face with a biblical and youthful perspective that brings you guidance and clarity in a world of confusion and distraction that ultimately should bring you closer to Jesus. We hope you love this podcast. And with that being said, let's get to it. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Vessels Podcast. We are live in the lion's den. And as always, Allie is mocking me. So we're going to turn the camera and attention to her. And she's going to take her uh, take over <laughs> for the podcast for the rest of the day. Go ahead, Allie. Um, hi, I'm Allie. Back to you, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now, Rick with the weather. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Connor, introduce yourself. My name is Rick. I'll be doing the weather today. Uh, it's cold outside. <laughs> Much better than it being really hot outside. That's it for me. Uh, over to Christian with sports. <laughs> sports. <laughs> I love sports. Uh, today, there's uh, it's Friday, so there probably aren't any games. Because no one does anything on Friday. That's all. It's been Christian. Now we go to Remy um, for the vibe check. <laughs> the vibe check. Uh, the vibe check passes today, guys. Oh, we are on. We're doing it. Hey, if you're listening to this right now, stop what you're doing. Stop right now. And stop listening. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, still listen. Stop what you're doing. If you're listening on the podcast uh, on Spotify, uh, go to the app right now and leave us a review. Like it. Put the stars on there. It's so easy. Just do it. It helps us out so much. We would love it and appreciate you if you guys did that. So, um, we're going to wait until you do it. Why would they leave a review before they listen to anything? Hey. These guys probably already listen to all of the podcasts, Connor. Because Gosh. already If it's your first time, obviously no pressure. But it'd still be cool if you did it. Anyways, all right. We, uh, I think we're good. We did it now. Hey, good job. Nice. That's the amount of time it took to it do up. that. Boom. Boom. Clank. No excuse now. Yeah. All right, guys. We are just going to jump right into it because the question we're talking about today uh, is kind of, kind of serious. It's kind of, you know, it's been close to my heart for a long time. <laughs> Um, I got a lot of experience with it. We're talking about red flags in relationships. Woo. <laughs> I don't know why we did why? that. I yeah, don't I don't know why you guys did that I either. Think we've ever you done started that. it. <laughs> I'm trying to be supportive too. after mocking him. Mm. And now it just came off as mockery. Mocking. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's been my whole life. All right. So what are some like red flags in relationships, guys? Let's just jump into it. What do you guys got? What is, I guess more like, uh, what are some red flags you guys have experienced in past relationships? I guess that's a good place to start before we talk about general ones. Go ahead, Allie, you first. Okay. Yeah, Allie's got, Allie's got a few to say. <laughs> no, um, I feel like the biggest ones I've experienced is controlling. Um, and I do want to clarify there's a difference between like caring and controlling. Um, and I feel like I experienced that the most with like Connor compared to my like other relationships of like, Connor is very caring and very like protective of like, hey, like I just want to like love you well and tell you like that if that is like a very low top, I ask that maybe you, you don't wear that because that's not respectful of our relationship or of your body or of anyone like 
like your other brothers in Christ, which I respect. And then there are people that I've dated that are like mean and just not kind in that way and more controlling over I, they own me and less of a, I want to help you and like walk alongside you. Um, so over controlling, that's a thing. Um, asking for your location and checking it 24 seven and then being like, oh my gosh, you're here, you're here, now you're here. Um, that's kind of psycho. That spooks yeah. me. <laughs> that's gross. Um, and then... Can you imagine like if that was the way it was like 300 years ago? They just like <laughs> sent someone and like a pigeon to like oh, follow you everywhere. Follow you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Report back to me. <laughs> They're at the library. What is she I didn't receive now? your pigeon. <laughs> I didn't know she could read. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but controlling, I'd also say like making excuses for them, like their bad behavior, constantly being like, oh, well, that's just how relationships are. Relationships are hard. Like we fight a lot, but that's just like me. Like it's just how it is, like making some excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, another big red, big red flag is if your friends are telling you like, hey, this is bad. Yo. Maybe don't be like, um, you're just jealous, Susie. This is huge. Susie. <laughs> Susie but um, those are the biggest ones I feel like I've experienced besides like verbal abuse, <laughs> which gets toxic. Um, but those are like the biggest things I'm like, yo, if this is happening. That's run. a good one, babe. Thanks. That's a good one. Thanks. Connor, you got something to share? Uh, yeah, I think kind of going off like the last couple things you said with friends and with um, like accountability. Um, first of all, if they don't have any close friends like in the same you know gender as them, that's a big red flag. If they can't, if they're a girl, they can't get along with any other girls or have close relationships with like other you know like-minded yeah. Christian girls. Like that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> um, and same thing with a guy. Like if a guy can't get along with any other guys without trying to compete or without trying to, you know, one up somebody every time um, or if they're trying to, you know, just be better, look better, um, like everything's a competition and there's just a lot of pride there. That's also not a good thing. And I think that also boils down to um, if they don't have a church community, like a church that they're serving at, committed to, um, if they've, you know, Cause I, I hear it a lot of times, like, especially with like freshmen at, at school, like <clears throat> there's obviously, you know, you're moving to a whole new, whole new place a lot of the time, like different States. Um, that makes sense. But if it's like second semester, your freshman year, and you're still just going to chapel every Monday and you don't actually go to church on Sunday. Cause you, you know, you just want to live stream the church at your home and you know, you just haven't found one yet. Like that's fine. But like, if you're not actively involved in a church community and surrounded by people who will tell you if you're being dumb um, and challenge you to be a better person um, and be more like Christ, then that's a, that's a red flag for either side, I think. Mm-hmm. Christian, you got anything you want to add? Yeah, oh, We got a list. That's nice. I got a list too. Yeah. <laughs> I have a list. I think um, two of the big ones that I would say is an unwillingness to take personal responsibility for things in the relationship. Um so if they're if nothing is ever their fault in a disagreement or an argument and they're not willing to compromise, I think that's a huge red flag. <clears throat> um, and another one would be an unwillingness to invite community into the relationship and be transparent about it. Um, so if you like yourself sense a hesitancy to share about what you guys are doing behind closed doors or um, stuff about his character, the way he treats you with others, then that is definitely a red flag. Like you should want to boast about like, 
how kindly and patient he is and gently he's treating you. Um, <clears throat> especially for girls, um, for guys as well, like how, how you're being treated. Um, just because you're the man doesn't mean she can talk you out of being happy um, or manipulate you or whatever. Um, so definitely uh, controlling their words, um, gossiping, um, slandering others, just being negative in general, I think is a pretty pretty big red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just funny just thinking about how I have such a huge list of different red flags and it's like, man, sounds like this person has to be like perfect. Does that say Snapchat? <laughs> yeah. I put, I put funny ones in Do here they too. Have I was like, listen, first red flag is if they Snapchat. <laughs> I saw just funny. before you say anything, we were doing, uh, we were doing RA interviews this week and we walked through like the halls to get to the study rooms for mm-hmm. interviews. And a lot of like, like doors have like, whiteboards on the end of them and they have like poles a lot of times and uh we walked by one and it said like what are some red flags for guys <laughs> <laughs> and they had like a expo marker that people could write yes. in a lot of them were good a lot of them were like really funny they were like is a gamer they were like <laughs> <laughs> wears bass pro hats <laughs> it, was, it was the yes. funniest thing it was like they're on to something here. <laughs> <laughs> they're on to something no seriously though if you're if you're interested in a, a full-grown man and he still snapchats what about a semi-grown a semi-grown <laughs> is, that, is that just like the new polite way to say dwarf <laughs> <laughs> semi-man semi-grown semi-grown i mean are you talking about like someone that's like 18 17 I think she was just making a joke. I was joke. making a joke. Oh, there had gosh. no weight to it. Wow. <laughs> way to way to disrupt the flow. No, uh yeah, if they if they Snapchat, probably probably not a good idea. Do I really not. don't understand why I, I Snapchat. Disagree. I disagree. Because I have close well, friends who I Snapchat. <clears throat> if they Snapchat and the just are great. guys, then that's fine. But when you're the type to Snapchat girls. Yeah, that's no good. It's like with malicious intent. Yeah, you might have malicious intent like late at night, but even in the day, it's like why? Why do you have to communicate like that? Like, what does that say about your like your ability to communicate? Because you'd rather just send a picture with like two words and like that's your conversation versus like you want to talk to this person, like talk to them. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I think I just have a, a particular opinion about Snapchat. Um, no, but so here's so here's the thing though is that like you know I can look at this super long list and I can add on a ton of them. And the fact of the matter is, is like, you're not going to find someone that's perfect. Like there's always going to be issues that come up in relationships. No one's going to be the picture perfect person for us. But at the same time, like you have to have high standards for this because this goes back to the same idea we've talked about for a while now, which is that like, you should only be dating to marry. So like, if you're just dating to have fun, sure, let the red flags fly. Let them fly over the relationship and just have fun because you're just in it for the emotional roller coaster. But if you're looking for someone to marry, like you have to realize that those are the problems that you're going to bring into the marriage. And you also might think that you're going to fix those problems, which is a really big lie. You're not going to fix every single problem that that person has or think that you're going to be the cure for that problem. Like we talked about that a little bit a couple weeks ago, right, with pornography and how it's like they have a problem, they're trying to get over it you're not gonna necessarily be the reason why they get over that. They have a lot of things they're going through and they're struggling with. Like we have baggage we bring into relationships, but like you have to be really careful about what you choose to bring into that because it ultimately will become your problem in a marriage. 
and like you have to like manage those things. And so the less things you can bring in, the better. And like this isn't to say that like these are things where like no, they have to have a 401k set up, a pretty solid Roth IRA. <laughs> they have to have at least, you know, 10,000 in savings. Like no, like that's that's other things. This is more about character and it's about their spiritual relationship with God. So that's what I would just kind of preface with before kind of going into this. Um cuz the ultimate thing, I think what what is it JP says he says um don't lower your standards, lengthen your patience. That way he says, what a guy. Such a good phrase. Um, here's a few things that I wrote down that I would say are some red flags to look for. Uh, the first is too much dependence on you, which kind of ties into this idea of like they're always looking up your location, always have to do that stuff. But this is one I personally experienced where it was like the other person just couldn't do life without you. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Like now that now that I'm married and now that I'm experiencing all of it, you really need someone that has their own life too. <laughs> you have to, which is crazy too, because you hear that all the time in like Hollywood and like I can't a lot do of life without yeah, you. like a lot of vows yeah. at weddings. It's like I don't know what I would do without you. Like my it's life like, well, would be meaningless. And it's like that's so unhealthy yeah. for a Christian <laughs> relationship. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, hundred percent. You need someone. There's so there's three different words that that I've come to learn, and there's probably more. I don't know, but there's independence mm -hmm. there's dependence and there's interdependence oh. i was well, gonna I say codependent codependence yeah. i think codependence <laughs> and interdependence are about the same, same thing, thing. Yeah. um independence is like really on the side of like i'm just doing everything by myself i don't need anybody else dependence is where you need someone for like everything and then interdependence is where you you have that balance of independence and dependence with your partner so like there's certain areas where like you don't need them to do life you don't need them to drive to the store to go to the mm. get groceries you don't need them to like make um make like opportunities for you to hang with friends and to like initiate hangouts and like pour into other people and like have that community and those kind of things and do things with your day yeah. but then there's also things like that you do depend on when it comes to like living in a house together and like having shared responsibilities and those kind of things and like depending on each other to like be that support system when like you are going through a hard time like there are certain things that you can depend on but I have seen that if like the other person cannot live life without you and they show like almost separation anxiety or if you go like um, for instance, this is usually a really good test of it is like going on a trip separate where you're away from them for a certain amount of time and usually the longer the better because you can really, it really tests that level of like can I manage time away from you and like learn how to do life separate because I know for you guys when Connor went to Africa, it really pushed you to like oh, grow. that sucked. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that was a that was a month. That was a month. That wasn't like a three day trip. That was a month <laughs> with no. Yeah. Here's the difference. I'm gonna no 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 no. I'm backing myself up here. There was no Go communication ahead, at all. It was like maybe once when I was going to bed at like three a.m. He'd be like, "Love you." I'm like, we were we were on an elephant one time. And Connor called. <laughs> yeah, he FaceTimed me. I have a video of him that on the incredible. phone. <laughs> but like that's the difference. It's not like it was like long distance where we could talk all day. Right. It no, that's the point different. though. Is like being able to go without having to have a conversation constantly going with yeah. them because you need to learn that like there are other things in this world than just them. Like, oh yeah. You, you just you have to. So that's that one is huge. I experienced that a lot, and so. If you have someone that cannot do life without you, you should probably. And I think be what we're saying too, out. just to clarify, is like you. It's not like we're saying you can't miss that person, right? Like there's a huge difference between like feeling like you still want to obviously be around that person because you enjoy them and because exactly um, you want to, you know, like you miss them. But there's that, and then there's like you don't know like how to. 
do your day anymore because yeah. they are not there. Like you don't see motivation mm-hmm. to get anything done, to be productive, to be more like Christ because you feel like there's like your your whole day is just thrown off. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Love I, that. I'd love to touch on one more thing with this too. Like yeah. if if you are in a relationship and then, you know, the thought of breaking up just wrecks you or you do get broken up with and all of a sudden like you're just so emotionally distraught that you can't handle like anything that shows you i think that you haven't guarded your heart i think that's where this whole idea of like that's one aspect of guarding your heart you know very cliche phrase but it's real like you don't need to be emotionally dependent upon that person just for life yeah like you should be able to be okay without them because that person is not your god yeah like god should be where your identity your hope comes from not this person um so that's my two cents on that. yeah well i mean we have a friend that just recently got went through a breakup that was like really hard because you know he was planning on like marrying this person and things did not go that way and so like to hear something like that can be a hard truth but also you would want to defend it and say like but it's not the same we were going to get married and we were so close to that and i would just say again that no, that's exactly kind of the point is you have to have those emotional boundaries. If the if the ring's not on the finger and you're not married, like you have to be careful because you never know. I've seen engagements break off. I'm not saying that's going to happen to you guys by any means, but like <gasps> we've seen, we've seen, I've seen it in the past and I've seen it with relationships where like things start to, you think they're going that way and then they don't. But like if you've evo- um, invested emotionally into them, like way too much, then like there's, there's like a level of intimacy and a bond with them that does make it hard to like break off. So you do have to be careful to some degree, like how much emotion you bring into that, unless you're like, we're going to commit to this thing and make this thing happen. So otherwise you go through a breakup and it hurts and I've gone through that right. and it sucks because then you're like, wow, I feel like I gave so much to that person and now we're just not going to be together anymore. Right. And so if you can protect yourself and just only have that with one partner for your whole life, you're going to save yourself a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah. And we all talked about that too, how like that engagement can feel like a divorce when it breaks off because like we have such a skewed view of dating and of engagement and all of that stuff. And that's what makes that so hard. Right. But I agree with Christian, like your response to that breakup does say a lot about your relationship as a whole, like maybe how intimate you got. I'm not saying physically, but maybe emotionally, spiritually. Um, like even I remember when Connor was going to go to Africa and he was like, you should come with me. A big reason is because that was very spiritually intimate for me to go with him. I'm like, okay, if I go, you can't be my boyfriend there. Like, you got to be a leader. I'm a leader. Like, I'm doing my, like, we can't be that. I can't do that. I knew that that would wreck me if something were to happen to us. So I had to guard my heart and not go. So there are things that, I don't know. I'm just saying I agree because it's really hard when you go through a breakup to hear that. Totally. to think that way. Yeah. But there is a lot of truth in that. Totally. Yeah. So next I would say constant jealousy and trust issues. Uh, I think we've kind of touched on that a little bit. It kind of goes in the same thing about dependency. It's like if, if you can't trust your partner to be able to like be around people of the same sex, if you're like in a work environment or on a trip or something like that, then like that can be a huge sign of like, well, jealousy. <laughs> and you, you have to be careful about that because um, if, if, if the other partner has trust issues like it can play into commitment and that's not to say that like if they have trust issues, because because i'm going to say like you know we've gone through that in the past and we've seen that 
you know, it doesn't mean that it's like the end all, like you got to break things off, but it's something to be careful about and something you need to address in the relationship. It's something to work on. Something to work on if you if you have that struggle is if they do have that. But if they have it like to an extreme where like you're not allowed to go be or with them. Or they'll be like, I'm going to kill myself if you don't leave that party. Like that's an extreme. Right. And so, yeah, if you if you can see it's more on the extreme side, that is also a huge red flag. Trust issues is also huge too because entire relationships are built on trust. Like I have to be like I get I get such a conviction in my heart if I don't tell Alyssa the truth, even if it's for things that like is going to backfire on me. Like I have to say it because I'm like, you know what? It's going to come out whether or not I like it. She's either going to just find out later on and in a worse situation or I just tell her now and I just I face the fire now. So (laughs) um, like learning to be honest about like everything that's going on. Like if you don't have a partner, it's going to. And now I will say that that also plays into the emotional boundaries of like before you're married, like you have to be careful, obviously, of like, no, I need you to tell me everything about you and your deepest, darkest things. And you're like, whoa, 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 let's let's kind of hold back on that right now. But as far as like everything else, like, can you trust this person or do you have trust issues? Like you can't see them going other places, that independency versus dependency kind of thing. It just kind of all intertwines that if, if there are trust issues that you can see that leads to something much bigger like that in the future, also a red flag. The next one I would say is uh, look at their friends. That will say a lot about who they are and like what their behavior is like, their character. Because we we talk about a lot on here that the you know you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So look at the five people that they hang out the most with. Like, what does that say about their their choice of friends? What does that and, and unless like they address their like, hey, by the way, I have a really bad community and I'm trying to get out of it. Like, then that's a good reason to be like, oh, okay, cool. But if, if they enjoy their community and they embrace that constantly and they're bad influence, non-believers, um, or they're poor believers, <laughs> whatever it is, um, that can be a really good sign early on of like, okay, well, like that's their friend group. And if you're going to continue this relationship, like that's going to be a part of your friend group and you have to spend time with those people too. And you have to learn to like get along with them and to love them well. And you might not like them, but like that's, that's also something that if you're, you know, just going to kind of brush that off, could end up backfiring on you later on if right. the, those friends continue to stay in their life. Right. So, um, that's definitely definitely one. I, I wrote down you guys the same thing. If your friends and family don't like them, uh, listen to them. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> uh, no one wants to be wrong. Like, nobody wants to feel like they chose the Amen to that. Person. Amen like, to that. Literally just like ask, like, okay, I've learned that instead of getting defensive, ask questions. Yes. Like, if they're like, oh, I don't like him. Don't be like, well, that sucks, doesn't Like, don't get mad. <laughs> ask why. Why yeah. don't you like him? Can you give me examples? Yep. Or next time it happens, can you call it out right when it's happening? Yeah. Like, anything. Because the the... Okay, first of all, if they're your friend and they love you, they're not saying that to hurt you. At least they shouldn't be. Um, They probably 95% aren't. But I would question it. Don't push back on it. You know what I mean? Same thing with any authority. When someone's telling you something, they're coming to you with something, ask questions. Don't get defensive. Yeah. No, 100%. We... We somehow think that like if your friends are telling you, hey, like I don't think this is a good relationship for you to be in, that all of a sudden it's like, wow, you want the worst for me in life? Like you're an awful friend. Like get out of my life. It's like <laughs> I had that happen to me. And even, she married the guy, and yeah. now we don't talk to her. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I I was told by my family and some friends for a while with my last one, and I didn't listen, and it backfired on me because. I continued in a relationship for months and months and months that ended up being really hurtful. So <laughs> you I, get, I was very fortunate <laughs> and listened. Mom. And it was the best decision I ever made. Mom. Damn me. That's right. 
you guys want to go listen to our breakup stories episode, you guys can get the background for that one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like um, if your friends and family think that there's some red flags or something to be concerned about, like love can be blinding. And so when you're in the mix of, especially if you, well, I, I guess there's really no exception because I wanted to say at first, like if you haven't been in a relationship for a while and you get into a relationship, then like that first little feeling, or maybe it's your first relationship, you're like, you're ecstatic in love. You're, you're feeling the euphoria of all of it. And you're like, this is awesome. I love this versus you've already been in a couple of relationships and now you're on that same track. But honestly, like emotions are still the same. Like if you're in love with someone or you like someone a lot and you desire to be with them and all of the fun, lovey things that you get into a relationship with, like it's going to be the same thing. So like if, if, if that's the case, like you're going to be blind to some of the things that you might not see because you're going to look past those offenses. And while that is a good thing is that you should be looking past like small offenses and things like that, that maybe are smaller red flags or whatever. Cause again, we're not looking for someone perfect, but if they're bringing up consistently that there is something wrong or like, Hey, this just doesn't sit right with me. I don't really like this about that or whatever it is. Those can be like huge, huge signs that you should be looking more into the relationship than just overlooking those things. And another one on top of that is like, how do they treat your friends and family? A big one is family. Like, how do they interact with your family? Are they the type where when they show up to like the family event, they just kind of hide in the corner and don't say anything? Because that should be a red flag. Like, why don't they want to engage with your family? Is it because they're shy? Give it a little bit of time. But if it's consistent and they just choose that they don't like your family or they don't want to participate, like, that's your family. Like you love them. And like, if you're going to become one, like that becomes their family too. So like, if you're not going to be in a relationship and you're willing to like love on and participate and like be a part of their family on the other side, on both ways, like that's going to make, it's going to, it's just going to, it's another problem you're going to bring into your marriage. That's going to be a lot harder to deal with because now you've already done the dating thing. You guys have been doing that for a while and now you're married, but nothing just because you signed a marriage license doesn't mean that like their opinion now obviously changes about your family and they're all of a sudden going to love them. Like usually how they treat them before is usually how they treat them after. Obviously, unless they go through like character change, but like more often than not, you can't control that. So you're banking on something that's uh, a maybe. So that's, that's one huge too. Cause I noticed that in my relationship is that they were like, I don't really want to like go see your family, but they always wanted me to go see their family. And so I used to drive hours and hours and hours and hours to go see their family. But then it was like, my family is up the street and the idea never crossed their mind to like go visit my family. And I'm like, <laughs> huge red flag. <laughs> I, was gonna, I literally almost said, I was like, who's going to tell them it's a red flag? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. Like who's, who's going to be the one that gets prioritized for holidays and who's the one that's going to be thrown to the curb and has to work around the schedule. Or like even in marriage, like, as hard as it is, like looking at like if that would have happened, like mm -hmm. you have to be number one. Yeah. Like even with our premarital coaching with Christina and Nate, like they fully were like Connor, Allie, like you are each other. Like you guys are a family. Yeah. Like Allie, he's your number one. Connor, she's yours. Because you can't be like, well, my family and then basketball and then Allie. Like that's not how that works. Well, football would be Wait, above basketball. Football would be I ended. know. I hear yeah. you. Steelers, Suns, <laughs> me. I understand. But like that genuinely can't be how it is. Yeah. But people who love their <laughs> – stop it right now. People who do that with their family like – where there's almost no room for you yeah like that is just such a that's a weird environment yep. i'm not saying if you love your family adore your family enjoy spending time with them that you're a complete weirdo and you should just marry your family that's not what i'm saying but i'm saying I'm, that I'm <laughs> you're like well i'm saying it. 
But I'm saying it can be a red flag if you genuinely believe that you are perfect and your family's perfect and you don't really want to get to know another family. Like that, mm. you should never want to stop knowing people and like loving people and finding out about people. You just shouldn't ever be like, oh, well, I have five friends and that's enough for me. Yep. You can have five close friends, but that doesn't mean you have to be rude to the lady at the grocery store. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Here? Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and so let me, let me just kind of finalize with a few of them here because Christian's got to get to work guys. Uh, lack, lack of Boo. vision for a future. Ooh. So mm. the best way to do this is to ask them, where do they see themselves in five years? And it's not like they have to have a full plan of, well, I plan to work at this place. I'll have an internship for there for a year. Then I'll work at this little place for four years. Like that's that's not exactly, I think, what we're looking for. What we're looking for is like, are you striving for something? Mm. Or are you just kind of doing life and letting it happen as you go? Because if that's the case, what happens if you get an opportunity to go live in Hawaii and do like, I don't know, some kind of ministry out there? And you're like, cool, I got nothing going on here. Yeah. If you're the only reason why, like, they're not just jumping on a plane and flying somewhere to go live life somewhere else. Every time you sneeze, your headphone is hitting the I'm microphone. So sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but, like, if, if you're one of the only reasons why they're literally just stuck there and they could just anytime just hop on a plane or just leave or do something else with their life, like, that's a really good sign that they're probably not someone you should be in a relationship with. But you also should be in, only in a relationship with someone that really does have a plan for what they're trying to do in life because you what no that's just a question you can finish oh, your thoughts okay. a question for you after. um remember you can always just like interject okay, i'm gonna <laughs> interject no, do you think it's a red flag then if someone's pushing marriage like if someone's like we need to get like they're just obsessed with it like they like can't let it go everything and all questions come back to somehow that they're gonna get engaged or that they want to get married like everything is about that do you think that's a red flag typically it's women mm -hmm. but sometimes there are men who are like I'm just going to propose. And the woman's like, oh, I no, I'm good. Yeah, well, not yet. I guess it's, it's circumstantial because, I mean, I know people that they only needed a month before they both got engaged to each other because they knew they wanted to marry each other. And it right. depends on if both parties know they want to get married. Then it's like one of them is saying we should really get married. And maybe they're pressing onto that because they understand the temptations of engagement and dating longer. And they're like, if we're going to do this thing, like, let's do this. Yeah. Versus if it's because they have trust issues and they're like, I have this a will fear. fix all my problems. I have a fear that you're going to leave me <laughs> if I don't commit to this or we don't get you to sign this contract. <laughs> so please sign, sign here. the paper. <laughs> please sign here, here, and here at the office. And then we'll do a celebration later with family. But let's just like go do it. So yeah, it, I guess it would say it was circumstantial. Um, for why it's a red flag. Okay. Good answer. Good, good answer. answer. And very quickly too, another red flag. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> on the opposite end is if they're unwilling to like make it official. If like uh. you're increasing emotional, mm. physical intimacy without increasing level of commitment, then yeah. that's a red. You've flag. been dating for five years. Probably not. <laughs> probably not great. <laughs> I, I'm uh. gonna be the type to be like, if you've been dating for more than like a year and a half. Maybe even a Wait, year. Wait, guys, so many people listening to this are going to be like, ah. Yeah, but like, here's the thing is like, I'm, it's not, and this is what people always get wrong whenever I put posts on social media about this. It's like, it's not saying that you have to be married at that year or year and a half mark. What you need to do is decide, is this someone I want to spend the rest of my life oh, with? Oh, good clarification. And then proceed in that direction. Yep. Because yes, people amen. are like, I need more time to figure this out. It's like, no, you don't. You've already, if you're going to decide at this point that you're not going to marry that person and you've spent a year plus of your life with them, 
what a shame it is if you guys break up and now you have a year of your life you wasted with emotions into someone that's not going to be there for the that's rest of your life. Dating in high school is so dumb because you date and now that's four year and it's like no that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, that's a red that flag. Simply if does they're not in count. High school. <laughs> 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 there's, oh, no. there's your next red flag. Oh, no. Are they in high school? <laughs> oh no! Are they 16? But you know what Can I mean. Can your mom drop me off? Can they drive? <laughs> Can they drive? But you know what I mean. Like when people are like, we've been dating for like five years, and it's like, well, how much of that was yeah. when you actually knew what? Ma- like you knew that, like yeah. the covenant of marriage that you like understood your boundaries. You right. created that, like. Tell me that because I guarantee you it wasn't in high school. Yep. You were like the covenant of marriage is. Well, so we important. sat together at lunch though. We held hands. <laughs> held hands at recess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so we braid each other. I guess hair. you could say <laughs> things are getting pretty serious. Uh, so yeah, if they don't, if they don't have a vision for their future, just kind of going back on that. If they're not striving for something, if they treat you the same way they treat their other friends of the opposite gender. That could, yeah. That is weird. Too. That is weird. That is true. Uh, next one I would say real quick is again, what you were saying Connor earlier about like valuing church and community. Like if they're not committed to a church now, obviously if they've just moved into a state, sure. Mm-hmm. But also probably don't date someone that just moved into the state, let them settle in and like live their <laughs> life a little bit before you take over. <laughs> I was the person that didn't give people time to settle down and to like find life, build community, do all those things. And so I was a part of the reason why they had a dependency issues because Perfect. I was the one that brought them into everything. Right. So it was, I was like the, the middleman for it. And so there was no direct connection really. So it kind of backfired on me. So if, but if they don't value like church and have a community they're committed to and like, they're like, Oh yeah, I, I, I just do online church. It's like, no, you need to have eh, bad answer. <laughs> physical, local location. You need to be committed to, and that needs to be something that's like top priority because that that is huge and it is biblical. Huge. Huge. And uh, <laughs> definitely needs to be at the forefront of any relationship is valuing that's that. That's a big one right there. That's like it. that is like that is a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like um, like a big one. Let me tell you. If they use bitmoji unironically. <laughs> <laughs> um if they know what Bitcoin is. I'm just kidding. My, if they're a Dallas Cowboys fan. <laughs> particularly for the cheerleaders. If oh. uh, <laughs> And if they follow them on Instagram. All right. All right here's, my, here's my last one I got for us. Uh, if they are a dispensationalist. Huge red flag. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh I had to get it in there. <laughs> oh, no. Cessation-ish. I'm so sorry. I I had to add that one in there. If you don't know what that means, you can look it up. If immediately upon meeting you, they ask what Enneagram number you are. Oh, gosh. I'm a five. If you take Revelation literally, you're a red flag. That's what that says, basically. If they wear a Bass Pro Shop hat. (laughs) My other one was if they only watch CNN or if they only watch Fox. That's a red flag. <laughs> if they have one cross earring and they're a guy. Hey! <laughs> if, hey. They, if they have tattoos, huge exactly. red flag. Forearm. Huge red flag. They're just they're just asking for them to be sent to the pits. <laughs> if he owns a Tesla. Hey, hey, hey. If he's this is a photographer. <laughs> if he has a guitar but doesn't play it. Or if he brings his guitar to every camping trip and wants to play it. Every yes, time. there you no. go. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god! If she considers cheerleading a sport, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Competitive cheerleading is very hard. I 
was like, was that <laughs> He's like, I'm just kidding. I watched Cuties. <laughs> Isn't that the cheerleading show on Netflix? Oh, I, no I know idea. what you're talking about. I saw an episode yesterday, <laughs> two, day, two nights ago. I actually didn't watch it, but they're watching it. Anywho, room. that's oh, okay. us. That's Anyways. red flags. All right. We might do a part two of this. Who knows? We'll see. I know we got lots we can talk about with this. they think Friends is better in the office. Red flags. Oh. Red they're not one. the ones to Good compare. One. You and either compare Parks and Rec and Office or Friends no, and How I Met Your Mother. Because I they're way you. different in the structure. I believe different. How I Met Your Mother right. is still better than Friends. I disagree. Well, I think let me tell you How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother is very... Bad. Very bad. It is very inappropriate. <laughs> Friends is not mother? nearly as inappropriate. All of those shows are very inappropriate. That is very true. Well, not every show's got a Barney. You know what I'm saying? Barney is just not. Anywho, what's Barney? If you disagree with anything we <laughs> He's said, a big, red, big purple feel dinosaur. Feel free to email us at <laughs> conormadea at gmail.com. Share your red um, flags. We'll probably do a part share two of this. Share your red flags. Let's all just have honesty hour. DM us our biggest red flags. Oh, I'm totally going to ask this. We'll do a part two. So anyways, we love you guys. Christian's literally like, I'm out of here. If he's in a hurry to leave. Oh, my gosh. We love you guys. <laughs> and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace out. Peace. See ya. Bye.